Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, your one-stop shop to take your brand to the next level. If you're ready to learn the best tips and tricks in the industry to dominate your brand and become legendary, you've come to the right place. So strap in, listen up, and let's do this. Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, where we help you to turn a YouTube-based podcast into something that scales your business and your personal brand and helps you to reach your goals. My goal for you is to help you to pursue your passion, turn your weakness into your strengths, and to make a legendary impact on the world. So in today's episode, what we're talking about is what you need to know before starting your podcast. You absolutely should not start a podcast if you're not willing to add video to them. There are a couple of things that we're going to talk about here, and there's three of them in particular, but one of them is if you're not willing to add video, I don't think you should start a podcast at all because you can start a podcast, you can grow a podcast, you can get 10 years in and have a massive audience and not actually have it reach your goals or help you to do the thing that you set out to do. If you're not clear on these three things, you're not doing them, I don't think you're going to have the success that you're looking for. So there are several pros and cons to a podcast. One of the biggest pros to a podcast is the amount of time that people spend listening to you and just really getting to know you. you know, one of the things that I like um, from one of my favorite books by Daniel Priestley is The Key Person of Influence. He says that it takes seven hours of interaction and 11 touch points for someone to know, like, and trust you enough to do whatever it is that you're asking them to do. So if we think about this. We live in a world of short-form content. I'm not saying don't post short-form content, but for most people, I recommend that they focus other places before they do that. But if you are watching 30-second clips, how many 30-second clips do you have to watch to get that seven hours of interaction. If you want the answer, it's 840, which is quite a bit. But how many one-hour podcast episodes does someone have to listen to or watch to get seven hours of interaction? Seven. Now, that is much bigger of an ask, but I don't know anyone who has, one, created 840 short-form pieces of content, and two, had someone watch that many pieces of content. I've created a lot of short-form content, and I'm still not quite at that point. And even if I was, you're not going to watch that many pieces of really short content from someone. In 2022, there was VidCon held, and it was the first time where they really had you know, TikTok creators and YouTube creators. Typically, VidCon is YouTube, but it was sponsored by TikTok this time, and they had creators from both platforms. And even though some of the you know, TikTok creators had followers, you know, in the millions, they had almost no one show up to meet them and to hang out with them. Whereas on the YouTube side, they did. And really the only difference is the length of videos that these creators create. And so when we're talking about podcasting, we're talking about video podcasting, you're creating longer content. You're creating longer content than most YouTube creators make. And so you're building a connection. We're deepening this connection that you have with your audience. It's hard because Maybe you're not able to interact depending on how you're sharing your podcast, and you should interact with your audience. But the thing here is that you are building a connection with these people. You are getting them to know you. If you think about it, I bet you have a couple of YouTube or podcast creators who you feel like your friends. You feel like you know them. And if you think about it, you probably have never interacted with them in your life. And that's the point. That is that is the relationship that we want to build with our audience, with those who listen. And so here are a couple of things that you need to know to make sure that that happens. First and most important thing that you need to know before you can get started on anything is what is your goal with this podcast? There are so many different things that can go into a podcast. There's so many different things that make a good podcast. And I know this sounds basic, but you really need to pay attention here. I've worked with clients who have created content for years and years, and they didn't end up reaching their goal at the end. And the reason they didn't end up reaching their goal is they didn't focus on the goal from the start. If they had a focus on the goal from the start, there would have been so many opportunities that they could have taken hold of that would have helped them to reach that goal. And so what is your goal? Is your goal to just amass a large audience? If that's your goal, I would really, really urge you to question that. Why? 
why do you want a large audience? Now dig down a couple of levels because if it's just, I want a large audience, I just want the number, I guarantee that's not the reason. There is some underlying reason that you want this number, something you think it will get you, but we need to learn what that thing is and focus on it. So is it to build a business? Is it to have extra revenue or income so that you can do this full-time or even part-time and you know not work as hard as you are in your normal job or your business, whatever it is? If you're starting a podcast and you want to build a large audience, there's a reason. Get clear on that reason. For most of you, what I would recommend is make sure that this podcast is funneling into something, whether it goes into an email list that you can then sell courses or downloads or coaching or consulting services, whatever it is, make sure that this this audience, this thing that you're building has some sort of purpose monetarily to support you. Because if you can make it a full-time thing, you can get paid doing what you love. You can help people for a living, which is amazing. Like the, that is the best thing that you can do is helping people in the thing that you do the best and the thing that you love the most and to get paid a living to do it. So figure out what this, this goal is. We're not going to focus too much on goals because I'm going to trust you to do some self-reflection and figure out why you want to create this podcast, but be really honest with yourself. Wanting to make money from a podcast, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think that's very noble that you accept that and you understand that it is a great vehicle for that if you do it right and to make it a goal. Like if the thing that I don't respect is you wanting to build a business and using a podcast to do that and telling everyone, I'm just creating a podcast because I want to give everything because you can absolutely give everything away and not make enough money to keep the podcast going. I don't want that to happen to you. So make sure you know what your goal is and make sure that you're reaching that goal. So the second thing that you need to know before starting a podcast is that if you're going to do an audio-only podcast, it is going to be incredibly hard work to grow. Like, I want to walk you through a couple of scenarios here because it is just so much harder than most people make it out to be. So number one, podcasts have almost zero discoverability. You can you know title your episodes the way that you would search them SEO-wise. You can have a good show title as well, art, every, like everything. You can do everything right with a podcast. Podcasts are not designed to show someone a next episode. So if you think about it, you know, SEO and search optimization, you think of Google. Google, when you search something, it shows you what you searched for. So if you happen to search in a podcast search engine for a specific thing and you happen to have the right words and it gets shown, great. The problem here is that Google and podcasts never suggest to you the next website that you should go to. And what I mean by that is if you're searching, you know, best restaurant in your hometown, it's not going to say, well, we know that in the past you've searched for this. And so why don't you come over to this website? Cause you might like it. You'd get really put off if, you know, you're searching for best restaurant and it's telling you, you know, you might want to visit best way to unclog your toilet. Cause you searched that two days ago because you had an issue. Now your stomach's a little upset because you're thinking about unclogging that toilet. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not how Google works. That's not how podcasts work. They don't suggest things to you because it's a utility search. You're trying to find something very specific at that time, which is great, but there's a lot of limitations there because likely people are not searching whatever you're titling your podcast episodes. It's a Most people don't go in and search in podcasts. Most people go into their podcasts and they click on the shows and they see if there's new episodes. And so you want to be one of those shows, but the likelihood that you're going to get found by search is much smaller than a lot of other things that you can do. So if you are running a podcast, if you're going to start a podcast, my recommendation is absolutely to record video 
and to take that video and do a couple of things with it. The number one, first and foremost thing that you need to do is post it on YouTube. Now this is going to take a little bit of work on your part to make this work, but it is 100% worth it because YouTube is the recommendation king. And you know, 70% of the views on YouTube come from YouTube recommending a video to you or the viewer next. So think about it, if you finished a YouTube video, there's always a video at the end. It's a, the next video. It's the video YouTube thinks you should search or watch next. And again, down the right side, if you see those columns of videos, it's again suggesting to you what content you should watch next when you hit the homepage. It is suggesting on the homepage the videos it thinks you should watch. So YouTube is always recommending to you what content you should watch, always, every single time. And so the thing here is that if you really want to grow on your podcasts, you really need to take hold of some of these tools that are going to grow your podcast faster, better, easier, and YouTube is absolutely number one, the king here, because you don't have to put in the work. Typically, how you're growing your podcast is announcing it on social or building an email list and emailing out to people, saying that you have a, a new episode out. You, you have to promote it. You have to go do the work. If you are not doing the work to promote it, it's not being promoted. On YouTube, if you do things right, and there are a few things you need to make sure you do right to enable to make this work, it's promoting your podcast for you. It's pushing it out there. It's saying, hey, You've watched something similar. Let's see if you like this episode from, you know, this favorite creator of yours or creator you've never heard of. It's on a topic that's similar. You need you need to record video. Now, I know some of you are already thinking this is too much. I don't want to add video. I don't want to do that because that's hard. That's more work for me. And I would argue against that because it really is not that much more work. And if you're saying, you know, I don't have the gear, I can't do this, all you need is a smartphone. If you have a smartphone, there are apps there are things that you can turn your smartphone into a webcam you already have the microphone you already have the recording equipment all you don't have ready available is the video and i would guess most of you have a way to capture good video if you don't a webcam will work just fine until you can figure it out like if, if you can't invest in a camera to use what the webcam i don't think that's great i don't think that's optimal but it's better than not doing the video because the alternative is, okay, well, I'm just gonna wait. I'll wait till I can buy a nice camera setup. I'll wait till my camera setup looks like Zach's. If you're listening to this, go to the YouTube channel. You'll see what I'm talking about. It doesn't have to look like this. It does not, absolutely. I will say if it's a podcast, it should sound good. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars on audio equipment, but you should spend more than you think on a good microphone. Now, I wouldn't I would say spend three, four, five hundred dollars on an audio setup. I know that might sound like a lot to some of you. Some of you, it sounds cheap. You need you need good sound. Your your audio is way more important, both on YouTube and in the podcast, than anything else. So make sure that's good. But as far as video goes, webcam is okay. I don't recommend it. There, my favorite is Epochcam by Elgato. I love Elgato. Um, it'll turn your phone into a webcam and. Honestly, when I had some of my settings not quite set right on my camera, people would ask me more what camera I was using when I was using my iPhone than when I was using my actual camera. And so now that's not the case because it, it looks way better. But the point of this is if you get your lighting right and you, you play around with it and get things set up, your phone can look just as good as a camera. So don't, don't let that, that hold you back. You can absolutely do this. So is it worth all this extra effort? 100% because think about it. YouTube is now going to work for you. YouTube, if you learn how to do this correctly, YouTube is going to push all this content out and it's going to find new viewers for you. You don't have to go find them. You don't have to be the one 
promoting your show all the time. I do. I, I still recommend you do that. There are some tactics and strategies here that you really should you know, implement to be able to get your show seen, get it found. But no longer is it only on you. You're tapping into a machine that is amazing at this, who works 24-7, never stops, to promote your content. And so if you can do that, your show will grow incredibly fast. You know, one of the creators that I've, I've seen this work really well for, because you know, when I'm doing consulting, one of my favorite groups of people is to work with podcasters who have absolutely done great and who want to move over to YouTube. Because if you've gone through the slog of trying to grow a podcast and you haven't had the help of YouTube, when you move over to YouTube and see how fast it helps you to grow, it's just, it's amazing. It's a miracle. It's the best thing that you've ever found because of how hard growing that podcast was. So I love this because you're already committed. You're already creating content. All we have to do is add video and learn how to use YouTube a little bit. And so that's that's beautiful. I love doing this. So if you're just getting started or if you're getting going, YouTube, you need to add it. And, you know, this this show, my YouTube channel, both of which will absolutely help you to make sure that your video podcast, your YouTube podcast does well and that it helps to grow your actual podcast as well. It helps grow your email list. It helps you to reach your goals, whatever your goals are. That's monetizing. That's making money. That's just having an impact on the world. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, YouTube is absolutely going to help if you do it right. Now, point three that I want to talk about relates to point one, and then we're going to come back to point two and show you and give you some resources on how to do YouTube right. So make sure you keep listening. But point number three is that if you want to grow your podcast and if you want it to actually reach your goals, point number one, you need to understand that goal and you need to create content in a way that helps you to reach that goal. And so this sounds just like point number one, but it's not, I promise. Point number one was, what is your goal with the podcast? Make money? Perfect. Show that you're an expert, perfect. Get ready for your book launch, whatever it is, you have that purpose. Now, point three, how do we make content that allows you to do that? So many people will start a podcast and they're like, okay, I'm gonna get really good guests on, I'm gonna bring them on, it's gonna blow up my show, it's gonna be amazing. And you know, I haven't had a ton of super high level guests, but I have had a few and I'm going to tell you that it does not blow up your podcast, it does not blow up your YouTube channel. I had two of the people that I wanna have on my podcast. I had Christo and I had Evan Carmichael, both of which look up to in so many regards. You know, you can go listen to their episodes, they were phenomenal, absolute gold. Did it blow up and get 10 million views? No. Did it get a million or 100,000 views? No. It got my normal amount of views and normal amount of downloads and listens because it's not the person coming on that makes the difference. It's how you're creating the content. So let's think about this for a second. So when I'm interviewing Christo or when I'm interviewing Evan Carmichael, what is happening here? They're sharing their expertise. They're being seen as the expert and they're helping in ways that I'm directing. I'm directing where I feel like my audience, you listening, will benefit the most. And so for Christo, we talked about how to grow on YouTube and some of the things that he's done to get to 2 million subscribers and some of the things he's noticed. You go over to Evan Carmichael. <laughs> I meant to talk about YouTube. It turned into a personal coaching session. He really saw that I was not clear on what my goals were and what I wanted to do, which is something I had been struggling for months. And you know, it, it shows that <laughs> there's a good reason why I wanted him on the podcast, why I look up to him, because he was able to see that. He was able to walk me through and be like, hey, like, it looks like you're not very clear. Like, let's get clear. What do you want to do? What is it that you're trying to do? Why do you want to grow on YouTube? He didn't tell me anything. <laughs> tell me grow on YouTube, but he did help me realize that I was doing all of the th- 
things wrong. I hope you're enjoying the show. Podcasts are absolutely one of my favorite ways to consume content. But if you didn't know, I actually also have the video versions of all of these podcast episodes on my YouTube channel. So if you go to wearevideomakers.tube, it'll take you right to the We Are Video Makers YouTube channel. And there's a full playlist with all the branding with video podcast videos. So again, that's wearevideomakers.tube, or you can go down in the show notes and there's a link there as well. I'll see you over there. As far as getting my goal, I was creating great content. But I, it wasn't, even if I kept at it for 10 years, it wasn't going to help me reach the goal that I'm after. And he helped me see that I can I can reach it now. And so that's the point. And in, in, in those episodes, I'm not the expert. I'm the person learning. I'm the interviewer, which is great. So if I want to show the world how great of an interviewer or how bad of an interviewer I am, 100%. Have you know people on, interview them, have this interview podcast. The problem is now, Go back to point one. What was your goal? Did you want to build a business? Did you want to monetize? Do you need to be seen as the expert to be able to sell your coaching services or consulting services or books, whatever it is? Probably. And so if you're only doing interviews, you're not going to reach your goal. And most of us don't think this far. And there's no reason to because we've seen podcasts. You, know, you interview people. You interview people that make sense for your audience, which is great. You're bringing them value. The problem is they no longer see you as the expert. They see the other person sitting in that chair as the expert. And so if you have a book, if you have a course, if you have consulting services and you're trying to sell, they're going to be confused. It's going to be a mismatch here where why would I buy something from you? You're not the expert. You're the one who pulls in the experts and interviews them. So you need to make sure you're doing your show right. So if you want to write a book that is all interviews of people, that's probably a great way to do it. You'll have a lot of a lot of content that you can transcribe, create a book really, really fast, and you're good to go. But you will not be seen as the expert. If you have consulting, if you have any of these things that you're trying to serve or sell, you need to have either solo podcast episodes, you need to have episodes where you're showing the thing that you want to sell, So, um, or you know, with the audio. The thing here, we will we'll touch on this, how to make a video and audio podcast. It needs to work for both. You need to be able to only listen to it and have it interesting if you see it and listen to it. So if you're doing a consulting or coaching session, just make sure that you're aware of that. But that's a great way to show your expertise. Someone comes in and they're like, hey, help me with X. You're like, perfect, let's go. Ask me your questions. And for half an hour, an hour, what, however long your podcasts are, you're answering this person's questions. You are helping them with their business. You're helping them with their struggles. You're helping them with whatever it is. People are seeing you as the expert. Like, oh, I had that question too. And he, had, he or she had an amazing answer perfect. They are the expert I've been waiting for. Where have they been my whole life? You've been listening to them. They've been seeing them. But the problem is they didn't see you as the expert because you weren't showing that you were the expert. So make sure before you start your podcast, or if you've already started, you're doing this thing where you understand what your goals are. Number one, really, what are your goals? Not just, I want a million downloads. I want a million subscribers. That's not really your goal because you can make zero dollars with a million subscribers, it's a little bit harder on YouTube. You will make some money, maybe not. Actually, I have seen creators, even with a million subscribers, p because of how they did it, didn't make hardly any money. So you can make zero, <laughs> absolutely zero money with a million subscribers. Or you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars with less than 10,000 listeners or 10,000 subscribers. I've seen people have full-time incomes. They were in school and they quit their job at well, they quit going to school at 2,500 subscribers because they were already making more than they were going to once they completed their degree. That's very specific. That is, I have a goal. I know what it is. I know how I'm going to do it. 
and I'm going to build my audience around that. And so what's your goal? What do you want to do? It's not the audience size. It's not the number. That is a vanity metric that honestly doesn't matter nearly as much as you think it does. Like it, it really does not. I listened to some creators lately and there have been some that have hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And then when I ask them, okay, how is that translating to this? Building your business, making money, getting people to watch your videos that are an hour long where you can really build trust with them. It doesn't translate. It didn't actually do what they thought it would do. They have a large audience that they can't really do a whole lot with. And I don't want you to be in that place. I don't want you to spend all this time and all this effort and get there and not be able to really do what you set out to do. Point two, be on YouTube. <laughs> Add video. I I think you really, really need to focus on this point because the amount of effort it takes to grow a podcast without you know, another audience is really hard. But it's even harder if you're not promoting and showing your content in places that are going to promote themselves. YouTube is one of the few that really promotes itself. You can post shorts, but the problem is thinking of this, if someone's watching a 30 second clip, do they wanna listen to a 30 minute audio episode or video episode? Probably not. They might, but you've gotta get into the psychology of people. One of the things that I've been talking with clients with lately is that you know, their argument, the ones that are successful on TikTok is that on TikTok, I can get them to move over to YouTube. And it's not a ton, but it is some. And so why would YouTube shorts not do the same thing? Because one of the problems is YouTube shorts don't really convert over to people watching longer content. And my answer here, I know this is getting a little nitty gritty, but I feel like this is a question I get often. So I want to make sure you have the answer is that on TikTok, the only option for you is short form content. Yeah, there you can go up to 10 minutes, but tell me the last time you watched a TikTok longer than two or three minutes long, like it's not that often because you're in a short form, short, you know, dopamine hit mindset. You just want to kind of feel that little bit happy. And so you're scrolling till you find it. And can you move over? Sure, because maybe you're okay with longer content. It's not exactly what you're looking for, but if you see something amazing and it's longer, you'll watch it. And you'll go to someone's profile and you'll go other places to try to find more from them if you really connect with them and if you really like them. But that, that takes a little bit. Now go over to YouTube. There's there's two forms. There's long form content, which you know, one minute plus. I don't, I don't really consider <laughs> under 15 minutes. I, I consider medium form content. It's it's not long form to me, but we'll we'll stick with it. Long forms over a minute long, and then you have shorts. You have vertical shorts that are under a minute long. If you are actively avoiding the long form content and watching short form content on the number one long form content platform in the world, you probably don't want to watch long videos for the most part. Maybe you do. Maybe you're just in the mood for shorts and you don't like TikTok. Okay, that works. More likely, I think that you're avoiding the long-form content because you don't love listening to or watching long content. And maybe you do, maybe five, 10 minutes, but you're probably not watching 30, 60, two-minute or two-hour, three-hour long videos. I, I don't watch shorts on YouTube. I really don't because I like the one hour, two hour, three hour videos. I listen to them at 2x speed and I learn a ton. I'm just as good as reading a book sometimes. Sometimes better actually, because you have visuals. So I, I don't watch shorts. That's not my mindset on YouTube. And so it's really hard to take people from shorts on YouTube to long form, but you can use like TikTok. You could use Instagram Reels. You could use some of these other things to promote your podcast, whether that's audio or video. The problem here is 
again, you're still having to rely on these platforms, which want to grow themselves, not other platforms, to promote content somewhere else. Instead, if you throw your podcast on YouTube, record that video, just do it. I know you're, it's not going to be great when you start. It's just fine. YouTube's going to recommend it. YouTube wants to grow itself, just like every other platform. And so if you have long content on there and you do it in the way that YouTube wants to see it, it's going to grow for you. I have seen channels that are, get frustrated with this because it is hard. Um, we'll talk about that in here in a second. Last point. Last point is that you need to make sure your content is doing what you think it is. If you're just interviewing people, you're not going to be seen as the, the expert. Maybe that's okay for you. Maybe that's not. And I would say for most of you, it probably is not. Now, does that mean never interview someone? No. I, I still interview people. Almost every week I have someone on to be interviewed. I'm, I'm trying to figure out my content schedule, but you know my ideal content schedule, you know all craziness of life aside, would be two solo video podcast episodes. You know maybe one's half an hour, maybe one's an hour. Depends on what I'm feeling. Um, actually, I really like the you know half hour solo episode where just like this, just like this episode, you come and you listen to advice, and I help you out that way. And then the next thing you get is a coaching session. And so that'll probably be half hour to an hour, which, you know, maybe one thing I want to try to do is have, you know, maybe three people on for a half an hour episode and give them 10 minutes each. That way they get some value. I get some value. Might be a little hard to coordinate, but <laughs> I think it's, it's good to have that coaching. Good to have that there because it shows, it's not only you sharing information, it is showing you what, or showing the people listening rather, what it would be like to work with you, what it would be like to get coached by you or consulted by you or have your services. So if you offer services like that or you can help people that way, that's a great way to share your expertise. And then the last one would be interviews. So two-thirds of the time, I'm seen as the expert. I'm seen as the person who can help you grow your video podcast, grow on YouTube, grow a business, scale a business and your personal brand with a video-based YouTube-centric podcast. I like to have YouTube at the center, not your podcast, which is kind of a switch for a lot of those who have built the podcast, but when they see the power of it, it's it's kind of a no-brainer. It takes a little bit of time sometimes, so that's okay. So whatever it is that you're growing, your personal brand, your business, like you need to show that. And so just interviewing people, while it can help in a lot of ways, it's absolutely not what you want to do if you want to be seen as the expert. Is it great for finding potential clients or business partners or people that you can work with in the future? Yes. You're going to find some amazing people. And, you know, I was able to actually have Evan Carmichael partner up with me and help me in my business because I've been doing this for years, YouTube consulting for thought leadership and for business education. He has more data than anyone I know of. And that was one of the reasons I really looked up to him. And I loved listening to his videos, his podcast episodes, more so his interviews of you know people interviewing the, him on their channels because he would, he would dive in, he would help them and I would get to learn so much. And I knew that he, he was the expert. And so when I'm unsure, when I don't have the experience, because I, I haven't had hundreds of channels in this space to be able to look at the data, you know, I've had a couple dozen <laughs> I get to learn a lot and I, I get to be certain on whatever strategy or whatever things we're doing because I can always go and say, Hey, need help with this. Here's what I would normally do. Does that make sense? I have a mentor now. I have a business partner. I have someone to really 
Tell me when I need it. And I'm already, I was already doing great things, but I needed someone to two, three, four X me because my weak points are in a place where that's helpful. And so I found one of the biggest opportunities in my life because of interviewing someone on the podcast. So can it be beneficial? Absolutely. Is that episode with Evan going to blow up and make me a millionaire? No. <laughs> Will a million people see it? Probably not. You know, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I doubt it though. So the point of that episode was not to show my expertise. It was not to get a million views. It was to have a relationship with someone that I really look up to and to hopefully turn it into something. Most times it doesn't. I have had a lot of guests on. Most of the times it, it doesn't go much farther than that. It, it's a good relationship and someone I can reach out to on LinkedIn or social if I need help or they can turn to me if they do. But other than that, it doesn't do what I, I needed to do. So don't focus on that. Make sure that, you know, at least half the time, if not more, it's you sharing your expertise and actually doing the thing you want to do. But I do think interviewing people for the purpose of connecting with others because, hey, can I have 10 minutes of your time is a, almost an instant no. But, hey, can I have you on my podcast for an hour? Almost as an instant yes. It's it's a total mind shift and it works. So I absolutely recommend it. Now, I've been hinting at this all through the episode, but you have to treat a podcast differently on YouTube than you do on audio. So you'll you'll name your podcast on the audio. You'll have it you know, in a certain way. It'll be season. It'll be episode. Like it, it looks like a podcast. And the biggest mistake people make is coming over to YouTube and doing the same thing. Episode, whatever. Season, whatever. And naming it the exact same thing as their podcast. That is probably one of the biggest mistakes. So in the next video or podcast episode, what we're going to talk about is how to get your podcast on YouTube. Do it right. So if you're listening to this audio, make sure to tune back in because we are going to be talking about how to treat your podcast differently on YouTube than you do on the audio to make sure that they both grow. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already listened to some of the past episodes, I wanted to give you a couple of options. So here are a couple of guest episodes that you might like. On episode one, we learned how Sev grew to 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Episode three, how to make money streaming on Amazon Live. Episode five, we learned how Chris Doe grew to 2 million subscribers and what he would do if he were starting over in 2022. Episode seven is how an 18 year old built a five figure a month business on TikTok. And episode nine is how to grow and monetize your podcast. I hope one of those sounded interesting to you. If they did, I'll see you in the next episode. If not, make sure to go to the show notes and connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know who my next guest should be.